Well, cheers, guys. This is my sparkling water. <laughs> cheers to you. Enjoy. Boom. Bacon! Bacon is my podcast! Bacon! Bacon! Bacon is my Hello, everyone. Welcome once again to your favorite Monday podcast with the word bacon in the title. Absolutely your favorite. Bacon is my podcast. He is Jimmy G. I am. I am Mike. And it's Mike. And today we have a very special guest. I'm going to let you say your name this time because you're terrible at this. I am terrible (laughs) at this. It's Tiade. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You did it. (laughs) We got Tiade from the world over joining us now. How are you, sir? Sir, dude. (laughs) See you there. I always got to mess it up somewhere. He's got to do it somewhere. Sir, dude. Totally fine. All good. All of the the terms are neutral. It's all good. Yeah. Happens all the time. So how are you? Um, Good. Just sipping on the seltzer. Joining nice. you with your whiskey here. Um, yeah. Uh, enjoyed some LA traffic and, you know, the usual. <laughs> yeah, it's it's uh, it's brutal. It's brutal out in LA for the traffic. My, uh, yeah. my my brother lives out there, actually. He's working for oh, no a, way. Uh, yeah, he works for a cannabis company out there. Um, Tight. And uh, yeah, he's 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 the smart one in the family. He doesn't do things like run podcasts. <laughs> he does like, I'm an organic <laughs> chemist and I grow wheat. Sweet. Yeah. Okay. Turning your hobby into your <laughs> into your livelihood. So I've been out there That's quite amazing. a few times. Um and, and my band's been out there a bunch of times too. So the traffic there is oh, it's craziness. Craziness. Is it worse yeah, than, than in the city? It's very similar to like New York City traffic is its own uh portion of hell. Yeah, it's uh, its own breed for sure. It absolutely is, yeah. So it's they both suck. They both suck. Okay. But, but LA traffic is like, yeah. uh, for for my experience anyway, you can let me know if this is kind of how it is all the time. But every time I've ever been there, traffic is either like 80 miles an hour bumper to bumper or stopped yep. bumper to bumper. Just gridlock, super yeah, tight. Was, that, that was uh, basically how it was today coming back from the airport. So not much success coming uh, in or out towards the airport area anyways. So is what it is. I made my own hell. <laughs> I'll live with it. <laughs> so are so, you, are you straight like in um, like LA, like where, where exactly in LA are you? Like, where are you kind of like? So uh, I'm in uh, kind of like it's Northridge area. It's called Porter, Porter ranch. So it's okay. more in the Valley. Uh, right. So I'm like an hour ish from the airport depending on traffic which so right. it was an hour <laughs> i was gonna say so yeah so you hit that traffic all the time <laughs> yep exactly so awesome. uh try not to stray too far from home usually but yeah what about you guys we're we're about uh we're just outside of new york city we're on long island and so oh, probably nice. about a half hour from the city it's like a 40 uh, minute train ride and yeah 40 minute train ride could which be a nice. two hour drive oh man yeah, you know, it's one of those. Depends those. on what time of the day it could <laughs> Depends be. Depends on the time of the day. If you, you leave like 10 yeah. minutes too late or 10 minutes too early, could screw the whole thing up. There's very small windows of and pockets of time that you can make it into the city in uh, 
30 minutes. We're also about 10, 15 minutes from a beach, though, if you're a beach person. So yeah. That's, yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I am clearly a beach person with my complexion. You're so uh, beached out. I am a, I am a daylight lover. Yeah. <laughs> All the way. All the way. Fully. That's, uh, that's the Indiana blood. Yeah, you guys were saying that you're, you're going to be touring through Indiana. I'm actually from there, so to speak. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I grew up... Um, I grew up like in near Purdue University, like Lafayette, which is about an hour south okay, of, nice. uh, or an hour north of Indianapolis. Okay. Like two, two hours south of Chicago. So kind of like right in that little middle, that little middle area. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. We're like half the, Chicago say, too. half the people say dude and the other half say dude. <laughs> with, a, with a scoop. <laughs> with a scoop. Definitely the scoop is there. Definitely the scoop is there. <laughs> nice. So yeah. when did you move to LA? Because you are not... Uh, from LA, correct? Right. Yeah. Uh, so I'm from Hawaii. Uh, and you know, I was living there on and off, uh, through like high school. Uh, my, my home life was weird. I was always like back and forth, uh, from LA and then Hawaii. My, my parents just kind of couldn't decide where they wanted to stick me. So we were just always there and back and had family there, had family there. Um, I get kicked out, of, kicked out of school here, get kicked out of school there. So, right. uh, you know, so by the end of my like high school career or whatever, I was, I had been in 12 different schools. So basically a school every year. Wow. That's, so, that's a record. Was, that's good. Yeah. It kept things interesting, I guess, which was uh, nice. So, you know, we had lived in like Montana in this middle of nowhere area, like literally off the grid in a cabin in the woods with no cell service and no electricity because, Wow. Uh, during the H1N1 virus, my mom mm -hmm. was like, the government is going to kill us. So we got to go uh, hide in a bunker. And this is where we're going to go for <laughs> the summer and stock okay. shit up full of guns and fuck everyone. Um, so I had to learn how to pump water and fish and <laughs> all sorts of shit. <laughs> I mean, that could, I that mean, could yeah. eventually be handy one day. You <laughs> will you will lead the resistance. Life, life skills. <laughs> So obviously that never happened. And then we went back to Hawaii. So that was kind of, uh, yeah. And then ended up out here for college. And yeah. so been out here pretty much since that's how uh, things ended up. <laughs> nice. And you like, as far as, um, you know, you're the, you're obviously you're the singer of the world over, but you literally musician wise, you do everything. Like you, you play everything and you, <laughs> you do everything. Yeah. For the, you know, like you played, you played bass for some people. You've, um, you play guitar, you sing, of course. Um, yeah. Has, Only has thing music. I can't master is drums. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. that's what slate drums and addictive drums. That that's what helps us. <laughs> yeah, or exactly. Drum, right. Or drummers. Or drummers. Ah, or drummers. They, you know what? They have too many opinions. They do have a lot. Of <laughs> you know what? That's not far off. Yep. <laughs> we're, we're both in bands as well. So. Uh, and neither of us are yeah. drummers, so yes. that means we have a lot of drummer opinions. So you you know <laughs> yeah. exactly, exactly. What are you guys' bands? Mike is in a band called uh, Something Heavy, cool. and um, it is very uh, aggressive rock, heavy rock, yeah, heavy. heavy rock metal, heavy rock metal, yeah, breakdowns, stuff like that. Um, and and then nice. I'm in a band called Craving Strange, and we are uh, like uh, cheap trick meets. Uh, Social distortion. Mm -hmm. awesome. <laughs> sprinkled, sprinkled with food fighters. Sprinkled with food fighters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I can't yeah. scream. You can't. Right. Right. So he can he can actually sing, 
and then I can scream. So between the two of us, we're like uh, half a band. <laughs> <laughs> half a band. For sure. Well, no, he, he he's he's so. definitely three quarters. I'm I'm only like a quarter. Oh please. But um, but I saw like when I was when I was looking into uh, when I was looking into the band and just kind of like looking you up to see if I could uh, you know pseudo stalking you to see if I could come up with some questions that maybe you hadn't been asked before in your life. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> I uh, I found uh, I found your band mix profile. Uh, oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I, I checked that out, and and I will say, um, as a fellow singer, uh, holy shit, you oh. <laughs> are like I, I listened to your singing reel and your screaming reel, and I was so like blown away by it. Um, I'm a singer, and I'm also a like a vocal instructor, and awesome. uh, just hearing how you are able to kind of like not only sing so many different styles. But you actually like embody them so much that it it feels natural when you're hearing it. A lot of times, a lot of singers can sing in different styles, but you can tell they don't that they're not that style. You know what they're I mean? Not, I, don't, I don't know if that makes sense to you. But like, if I if I'm listening well, to a singer and they're singing something, it's like they can be good, but it 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 can sometimes you can tell that it's not like what they're what they're hearts doing you know you just like embody those styles and 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 your voice does these different things that it doesn't do when you do other styles like how, how thank you vocal, <laughs> it's uh honestly uh, thank you i got to hear it and it was really really cool how did you start like your vocal journey um how was that is that like were you just able to do things did you just throw yourself in or did you study a lot what was your kind of journey there um yeah uh well thanks again but um basically i mean i i kind of grew up grew up around the house with my dad uh singing gospel music and a lot of r&b and soul that was like his jam he he learned to be like one of the the top cities session singers in la by like trying to imitate stevie wonder mm -hmm. and and so i really like love listening to that along with him and but then i kind of like try to find metal stuff and show him and like he he'd let me like blast the music on the way to school and I'd like jam some metal or some weird EDM shit I'd found for him. Nice. And he was totally cool with that. So he really like helped me, I think like expand just like what I was interested in listening to. Um, and I kind of just ended up with like the crowd of emo kids and metal kids. And that's kind of just where I ended up kind of sticking with. And I like to really listen to that genre for a long time. Um, but then, you know, when I, I was accepted into uh, college in like my senior year, I was kind of thinking maybe I wanted to go to like nursing school or uh, I don't know. I just wanted to help people somehow. Um, I just thought maybe I could go to a school that had like a minor in music and then also do a major in nursing. But pretty much every school that I had you know looked into is like their minor in music department was like opera. <laughs> right. yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's tough to find one that's that minors in it. That's that's anything you exactly want to do yeah yeah and so after i was like i had already gotten into the school like uh this school called pepperdine and i was like okay this could be really cool uh and then i you know last minute i was like fuck i i think this is probably not it i should i think i really need to stick with music my dad was like why are you even applying to this like go to music school there's a school called la music academy that was like rolling admission just just apply now and i got in 
And so when I went there, that's kind of where I met uh, a lot of my band members now. So uh, I, I met Ryan, my guitar player there. He was in the same quarter as me. And then I met Juan through mutual friends of uh, uh, Llama Kids because he went in a couple quarters after me. Um, and a lot of like the just the original members were founded there. Um, and that's kind of where I got to learn different genres of, of music and, and not just be so like niche pocket metal. Yeah. And and so it was actually kind of hard to get out of uh, metal or being labeled as like, oh, she can scream. That's all she does mm-hmm. and only can sing rock uh, when really I, I like just naturally I feel like I have a lot of a bluesy singing type. And, and I really like had a lot of fun in blues class and uh, in, in gospel class. And, and then we even had country and American standards. So I think that's kind of where I got to like learn different things to try to make me more well-rounded. And same goes for Ryan on guitar too. Like he, he's really a jazz fusion kind of player, even though he originally started off only listening to like animals as leaders and periphery and things like that. And then he learned uh, jazz fusion. He was like, Oh my God, this is so cool. So he really likes to incorporate like a lot of um, interesting, like jazz chords or blues or things like that into our songwriting. So him and I like really work well together in that songwriting department for the world over. That's so, awesome. Yeah, there's there's a lot of um, different styles that are um, represented in in your guys' music, which is really cool. I always appreciate that Thanks. when when I see a band that's able to kind of like create their own sound by saying ah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. You know, like yeah, uh, not not sounding like your influences, but having those. Um, being able to kind of like fit those things in, and it's not easy. It's not easy yeah. to do if you're a metal player and you love jazz it's it takes (laughs) it takes a great amount of skill to kind of like okay where can i put in these chords or where can i put in this time signature tapping rhythm that's going to happen you know like and there's a lot of a lot of that in your guys uh music which is which is really cool to kind of like um kind of dive into i wasn't sure what i was um i wasn't sure what it was going to be when i first kind of started checking you guys out and sure. it's like you start hearing it and you're like, wow, where are they going and where are they going to go? And it's, <laughs> but it's, it's cool. It's, it but makes it's you, it makes you want to listen to the whole song, which is yeah. great. Thank you. you know? Yeah. But you know, we've gotten like some iffy comments about that, like uh, throughout our years, just working as bands saying like, oh, you know, they don't really know like what direction to go in. And, and you know, like each song seems different or uh, it, it's like, what genre is this? And, and I think that like, we, we could listen to that or we could also just say like, well, this is kind of how we make our, our path is by mm-hmm. being different because, you know, one of my favorite bands is called Issues and they're yeah. so different because, you know, they are like R&B rock or hip hop rock. And, right. you know, I'm sure a lot of people were like, what the fuck is this? But it's now like so interesting that like so many other artists want to be like them. And I think that's you, you know, there's only so much along the line that you can follow till it becomes like too cookie cutter without mm-hmm. like just listening to like what feels right when you play it. And even like Ryan, when he was writing out like the structure for our, our latest song that came out, Bittersweet, he was like, I wonder if I could just sneak in a bar of five in there and make it sound like nice and, and smooth and no one can notice. And even I... <laughs> didn't even notice later until he told me he's like oh yeah there's a bar five in there but you can't find where it is and he's always like i just want to see if i can get 
any like bar of five on the radio at least once in my life and i'll be happy and then, then we got to do that this time around for Success. that single so he kind of <laughs> like he's like all right i can die and be happy now <laughs> nice that's awesome that's awesome i yeah, yeah I, I don't like that uh people you know uh, i i feel like you guys still have an identity even though you hit you. those different music types, mm-hmm. there's still an identity to it. And and I think that a lot of people, I, I think the whole pigeonholing people into a genre, is, mm. it's it's dumb. And, and it's because people from, you know, further back, they don't have appreciation for all sorts of, like, different styles and different, like, I feel like our generation kind of, dove deeper and went okay well this is cool i'd like to take influence from this no this is cool i'd like to take and just because you're not stuck in one genre doesn't mean you can't be your band well do you think and uh and and do you think um do you think that's more of a um people that are in charge are trying to sell something so they're trying to package it easily versus because any music listener that i that i have ever talked to I've never met a person that only likes one style of music and does not like anything else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree with you on that. I love this. I love this. Uh, You put something on and, you know, like, like you said in the, in the seven questions, like you go into a bar, you pick a Michael Jackson song, right? Just because you're in a rock band doesn't mean you're going to pick a heavy rock song because you listen to other things, you know? Um, yeah. and, and people do that. So do you think that, that, that whole, uh, pigeonholing thing is more of a, we're trying to, um, McDonald's you and we're trying to, <laughs> we need, we need to, we need, we need to, to create find, a brand. We need Let's a rapper a that fits you so that we can sell you. Yeah. And it's not oh, so much on the fan side. Yeah. Like a little bit of both here and there. Cause, uh, you know, when we were going on tour with, uh, we were, we had this one record called mountains uh, that we had written like five years ago, but we were really just touring off of that. Um, those songs for a really long time. And, you know, people who were more kind of in charge that we would send it to were just kind of like, I don't really know how to market this. It either sounds, they think it either sounds like old or it sounds like it's, it it's, it's, it needs to be in a specific direction or something like that. And it doesn't really know how to package it. But then everyone on, on that, like fan wise that we would play for it on tour, they would have like an awesome time. We would always like, that's always the one thing that everyone would say about us is that like our live show is some of the best parts of us. And cause we, we just really have so much fun. We, we can make it enjoyable for everyone. So, you know, and now we've kind of like taken everything with like what, industry people have said and then what fans have said and just kind of try to like run with it and just still do our own thing you know the song that we put out bittersweet um not long ago is probably like the last of that era we were we're still kind of rock and roll but we're starting to slowly transition into heavier um music because our very very first record that we ever did was just standard heavy hardcore music and even though it wasn't like really us that was always like a fan favorite. And they're like, what do you need to go back to heavy? And we're like, we'll incorporate that. And then also still do our own thing. So you know, we also want to make people happy, but we also still want to enjoy what we're doing. So, you know, we're going to try to go more in that direction, but still be happy with, you know, the direction that we're going in as well. Yeah, and still sound that, cohesive. That tightrope, right. You know, cause yeah. 
It's true because as soon as you like when you write music as a as a writer, it's like you know it's it's for you and it's your art and you're creating and you're creating something from nothing and you you know. But then as soon as you um, record it and put it on something and put it out to the masses, now it's a product. Quotes, yeah. you know. Um, right, now of course. Product, now now you're selling something. Um, you know, I always kind of like I always told people in my bands, I was like, yeah, we're, we're, a, we're a band, we're musicians and we write music for ourselves and everything. And then we're traveling t-shirt salesmen on the road, yeah. you know, yeah. cause that's, yeah. that's kind of the direction we're going. And that balancing act of, um, you know, we want to make our fans happy because they're, they're the fans. They're, they're who, yeah. who are, who we're doing this for. Yeah. But, and they keep you alive in the yeah, business. Ex exactly. So. They're, they're the most important part. Um, but your happiness is really the most, you know, like you don't want to get put in that, uh, in that box where you're only doing things that you think people are wanting you to do. Yeah. Um, I did want to jump back to bittersweet because, um, mm. I, I, when I watched the lyric video for it, um, I listened to it first. And then when I was watching the lyric video, it was cool because when I was listening to it, I was, um, following the lyrics and I'm, and I, I always try and like find the story and I, and I really mm. like that aspect of songwriting. And when I was listening to it, I had little hints of things in my head that were like, this is about drinking <laughs> or drugs <laughs> or something like that. But then the other part of me was like, it's, it's clearly about like, um, you know, it, it's another person. It's another, it's a, it's, not like a relationship in the sense of like, it's a, it's a love song, but it's a relationship in the form of like, it's a relationship with something or someone yeah. that's, that's equal parts, uh, a party and a battle and, and love and mm -hmm. things like that. And then when I saw the lyric video, I was like, son of a bitch, it is about battle. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I saw, and um, I saw or heard another interview with you where, where you guys were talking about um, how the elements album was you guys writing wise personifying elements um, yeah. to to kind of give them a, a humanistic quality. And uh, I thought like, I was like, shit, that's awesome. Like that's such a cool way to, to kind of go into something like that. And as a writer, I was Thank really you. kind of like inspired by it. I was like, holy shit, like this is a really cool, uh, they did it more than once and they did it for a record and they did it like, this is really cool. Was that just as like a writer question, was that like, did you go into it with that plan or did that kind of um, organically turn into that? Um, like as far as like lyrically or you know, was that the plan all along or was it later you were just like, oh, this is just kind of what it is? <laughs> uh, you know, that's that's interesting because it kind of just, it fell into place at naturally but it, it was planned at the same time mm -hmm. because there was one song that i i had started to write um i was on i was playing bass on the i sent to kill tour and uh we had like this this kind of a gap break and so we were just staying at a friend's house and so i just had a lot of time in my hands and i had this idea it was just kind of like i was like how can i come up with like a cool like half clave beat and then like kind of sing like a rhythm around it because Drake was really popular at the time with the uh, passion fruit. And that was just straight up like uh, half clave bass. And I was like, that's so cool. Like he's just incorporating a lot of like stuff since he came back from like the Bahamas or wherever he came from, I think when he did the record. And I was like, I wonder if you could do that in metal somehow. 
And, and so I just kind of had the uh, um, melody for Ocean. And I was like, and trying to do that over a beat. And then Ryan was like, oh, that's sick. Let me try to, you know, metal that up. And, and so that's kind of where things went. And I just like really felt like it was like a push and pull kind of um, feel. So I was like, well, what's, what's something like lyrically that pushes and pulls and we're like, oh, the ocean is always like dragging you in and then dragging you back out. Maybe we'd do that, like a relationship that is always like keeping you on your toes or, you know, something like that. And so that's kind of where that came from. And I was like, oh, I kind of like this idea of like, maybe we can just start to try to like personify things. And maybe I can kind of like do that as, as far as I can push it and maybe, you know, see how much I can milk this. Because <laughs> right, right. at the time we were just planning on doing a full length. And so I had like 12 songs and we were just trying to do like as many things that we could do uh, about like elements. And we had a couple of songs that we ended up having to scrap. And we, that's kind of when we decided, you know what, we're just going to uh, take the five best songs off of this. We'll release it as elements. And then the other Wait, wait, I think it was six. Um, so then the other four that we're, we're going to keep, we'll rework them. And then it sounds kind of like a polar opposite in like, like tonally from the elements record, just with how the mix was and everything. So we're like, okay, well, what's the opposite of elements? Something that's artificial. Right. And, and so we would take those songs that still have some sort of like, you know, uh, personification qualities to them and try to do that. And, and so originally, um, our next song that we're going to be releasing in June 11th is called uh, Shallow, but it was originally Shallow Waters. And then the, the song after that that we're going to release is called um, To Be Human, and that one was called uh, Blackout, just so then was just in the dark. And then the last one was going to be Quicksand, which is now going to be called Taking Back Control. So it's just more like changing the names toward, to make it more artificial sounding. Right. Um, and, and all of those were still trying to like be, uh, even if it wasn't personified in the lyrics itself, it was at least in the title mm -hmm. or something like that with like how it makes you feel like you're being sucked in with the quicksand or, or you're in, you're treading shallow waters because of how people like really just, uh, make, make you feel sometimes with just, uh, how do I explain this? <laughs> uh, so again, shallow, it, it's, it's pretty self-explanatory, but basically right. with just how, how people kind of view you on the very surface level and um, really will, will choose to listen to what other people say about you then versus coming to the source, even if it's your close friend. And I'm sure anyone in general has had a rumor about them at some point in their life and know what that feels like and being like, wow, this person who I thought had my back kind of, just didn't even bother to check in with me kind of sucks. And that's kind of what that's about. So that's what's coming out in June 11th. That's that's nice. awesome. And, and as much as um, the themes that you're, they're picking are uh, incredibly accessible. Like, like you just said, like everybody kind of gets it and has that feeling the creative, yeah. the creativity to do that is not normal. Yeah. So just so you know, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> That's not your That's, average like that. I was, I was literally like, it was one of those moments where as a writer, um, I had like that, like, shit, why did I ever think of that? <laughs> like, that's oh. a great, what a cool concept. So I just like, just to give you some, uh, just to give you a Thank tip you. of the hat to that. Cause, um, <laughs> cause you managed right. to do something ultra creative while also doing something ultra accessible while also Thanks, putting in 
weird jazz chords and making <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. Like that's one thing that you guys do that that I think is really impressive is um it's I've I'm I don't like to listen to a lot of prog stuff. Sure. Um not that I don't like it. I guess I just don't it doesn't speak to me the way okay. that other things do. I grew up on like punk rock, metal, th you know, rock, things like that. Very, very simple stuff. I like to yell things and I like to like run into people and I like to. You know. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, so when I do hear stuff like that, that also grabs me, I like it twice as much because I'm like, as a guitar player, I'm like, oh, this is awesome. This is really hard. This is cool. I'm going to try and do it. But then uh, I'm also looking at it like a singer and and, and a lyricist and, and looking at it and going, man, right. like to be able to put themes and 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 um, thoughts and ideas into something and make it complex yet accessible yet rock and roll yet uh, even even there's some like there's a lot of like pop melody sensibility in a lot of the stuff right. that you guys do, um, and then it just explodes with intensity in other parts like. You guys do that balancing act really, really well. Um, and Thank you. I thought that was like one of the coolest things that I noticed about like kind of uh, doing a little deep dive into all your music. And uh, thanks. <laughs> well, and you know, again, smart. with that, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really uh, hit the nail. I felt pretty on the smart head. jumping in there. I was like, yeah, I knew that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I know. It was really hard to kind of come up with like a physical concept on how we can make that like look good with like a lyric video. So that was, um, we're just like, fuck it, we'll just give it away. <laughs> right, right. Well, your all. videos are very cool. Your videos are very cool too. Like um, a lot Thanks. of a lot of cool stuff. Um, a lot of cool imagery. Uh, I wonder how many instruments were destroyed in the pool. I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Um, you know that was funny. Uh, we for ocean or what was it? Feral. Yeah, it was feral oh, that feral. we did that. Feral, yeah. yeah. Um, we asked our uh, our the company that we have an endorsement for, we we're like, hey, uh, do you have any dummies like or just guitars that, you know, just didn't make it, you know, that mm -hmm. you, you you just leave you leave it for display or right. something you just can't sell anymore? And they're like, Actually, yeah, we have a we have a lot of those. We're just gonna toss on out. And we're like, Can you just give us some of those <laughs> uh, just for the shoe? That would be super great, you know. And and so they did, and it was awesome um, because really they just had the insides gutted. So there, right, all yeah. all it is is just the framing of the guitar, or just like a couple broken things. Mm -hmm. And our bass player actually saved the bass that was broken. He's like, I think I can save this if I drain it out and like really, I just de-string it real fast so it won't warp when I dry it out. And then uh, he just got he got the insides filled. So then, and now it's like a perfectly great bass that works awesome. It, it's so That's funny. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. He's like, ah, That's you awesome. couldn't save the dummy, but I can. <laughs> Free base. That's yep, awesome. Exactly. So that's Excellent. how it, it uh, got one thing taken away from that was a really, really cool part of it. And we're like, oh, we're going to get some sick shots of this floating in the water at least. So it looks like, or we don't give a fuck about instruments. Video. A lot of cool stuff in that. A lot of, a lot of cool imagery in a lot of your videos. Do you, yeah. do you guys, um, like, do you go into a video with a concept ready? Do you plan that out as a band? Or is that, do you work with somebody that kind of like sort of puts it together with you? Um, up until recently, <clears throat> we kind of had to do things on our own with coming up with ideas. Um, we have a, let's see, even with, with Farrell, you know, we at least had a little bit of help with our, our videographer, you know, he would do a lot of things on the fly. His name is Justin, uh, Bernardes. And I really liked working with him because he was also creative. 
So even though like we would come up with him with like a concept at least or like a location and kind of like what we would do, he would he would really like try to fill up all the angles and be like, actually, oh my God, this would be really sick. Can you just stand right here and do this for a second? And um, that was really, really cool getting to work with him for uh, Feral and Ocean. He did those two videos. Um, but yeah, we like at least try to come up with the concept. Like with Ocean, I was like, I really want to have like a dancer. And I got my friend Jade, who was like my... Um, she's like my childhood friend. Uh, she ended up being this really great dancer. I was like, girl, can you just kind of see if you can try to dance to this? I don't know, like contemporary. And maybe we can kind of include that in the, in the footage somehow. Um, because I was really inspired by, uh, Paris's video, uh, anyone else. And there, there's kind of like a lot of, um, interpretive dancing in it a little bit, um, with the singer. And I didn't really want to like copy that exactly because the song didn't really fit for that, but I, that's kind of where I got that idea. And then um, for our next uh, music video that's going to be coming out uh, for Shallow, um, we had to do things DIY, just budgeting. We didn't really plan things out correctly. So we're like, oh, okay, well, we got to do a video last minute. So let's just try to come up with something as interesting as possible so that even if the quality isn't as good, it's still interesting enough to watch, you know? So um, pretty much for this whole record, that's kind of what we did is try to make it as DIY as possible, but make it still really, really interesting. Uh, and so for Shallow, what we did uh, is we're thinking, okay, well, when you think about, you know, rumors and stuff, you think maybe how can you visualize that? And the most, I guess, visual sense of rumors is really uh, like tabloids, right? You think like yeah. shitty, shitty yeah. magazines and all the like dumb shit you see, the like weird ass rumors about celebrities. You're like, what? That's obviously like outlandish. But there it is on the the stand that the the grocery store. So. Um, I was thinking, well, what if we do like a backdrop that's all these shitty magazines and cross out some names so we don't get in trouble right. and uh, patch it all together and maybe like have someone stand there who um, can kind of just model for us almost like they're blindfolded, like they're not because they're not aware of the rumors that are happening around them. So that way you're still kind of giving that idea that's easy to understand enough about rumors and how it affects you and let's just fucking toss a bunch of red paint at them <laughs> and that's kind of like how each word when it hits you it really like affects you and it's almost like you're getting like it's like another jab or it's another stab okay. or it's another cut and it affects you and you don't know why it's happening and it's like you know or who is doing this you know so that's kind of the concept that we went in with it and then um just had a had a friend with a camera and just do some band shots of us blindfolded while playing, which was hard. Uh, and then also <laughs> the model being attacked by paint, which was really fun. So right. um, wow, a little awesome. bit of this, a little bit of that. So and then at the very end of the video, we have our hands covered in like red paint, kind of just to symbolize that at the end of the day, when you're spreading rumors about people, you're really the one with the blood on your hands because right. you're, you know, you're the one doing the damage. It's not really much about the person that it's being talked about at the end of the day so cool. yeah i look forward to really seeing that cool. video i liked your promo yeah. for it i saw the promo on your page of the uh it had like the the tabloid picture that you guys put out it was like yeah uh, you guys had like the black bars across your face and it was like uh audio of the band arguing over what songs are going to happen <laughs> all, that, all that kind of stuff it's cool very cool thanks yeah I, I tried to photoshop something funny enough with that and i was like when would the band realize that music is not good for them and they'll quit their day jobs or whatever right. something right, like right, that right. <laughs> they're gonna get a there. real job yeah where are they gonna get a real job <laughs> <laughs> like how would a tabloid talk about us i guess right you know <laughs> so that was That's fun awesome. um so uh, just kind of switching gears here for a second like so in the past you've talked about 
being a local band and and you've also toured a lot um mm-hmm. so and you say that like other areas so you're in la we're in new york and we kind of hit the same situation you said that other places are more appreciative of music so i think so what what places do you think are I'm more appreciative of uh well like where do you feel love like do you think it's what venues yeah do you think it's like do you think there's just places that in general are more appreciative music or do you think it's more of the you're never uh you're never a hit in your own town type of thing you know yeah it's it's so weird uh that like i definitely agree with the whole you're never a hit in your own town for some reason uh it's just kind of always been like that and i always just assumed that la maybe we're just it's just a fickle city you know really bands are a dime a dozen out here um it's even the city doesn't treat bands well it's just like you have to pay to play anything um in just at least in this area you know, unless you're on a tour. Um, so, and then getting local people to come out when, Hey, maybe there's a headlining band that's much bigger than you playing nearby or someone else's buddies playing at the same exact night as you, or the venue's cooler. We're going to go there instead. Or uh, that's like 20 minutes away. That's kind of far in LA, like traffic. It's, uh, I was just always try to like wrap my head around, like maybe like, why is it that it is that way in LA and maybe I, it's just uh, drawing in your own local crowd. Maybe that's relatable for a lot of people in general, but um, I've always felt like anytime we've gone on tour, the response is always better. Uh, even playing in our own city again, once we've been on a tour package has been better for mm-hmm. whatever reason. Um, I don't know, but I think also though, the pandemic has kind of changed that because I've just noticed like how excited everyone is to see live shows again and how, you know, everyone just like, there's festivals being announced like every freaking day and being sold out every freaking day, which is really, really cool for the music industry, I think, because I think uh, we didn't realize like how much we were missed and, and we all kind of got to get back in on that as well too. And um, I think it's kind of changed the LA scene a little bit from what I've seen because I've, I've kind of um, uh, just my friend uh, who is in a cover band, she she does like latin music she uh is she's been playing at the local mexican restaurant that is like has the best like tacos and all so i'll just go and i'll go watch her and eat some great food and it gets packed there now and it didn't used to be like that when she first started and she was just saying like people just want to have like music and be able to dance and eat tacos and have margaritas and like any it doesn't even matter like what we're doing but we're eating booked is like crazy it's, it's awesome so I don't know if that's what's changed or, you know, in, in, for the better or maybe the LA scene will be a little bit better too. But who knows? I, I'm kind of looking forward to see and test that theory out. Have you guys played yet? Have you done a show yet since the pandemic and everything? Have you guys gotten to do one yet? No, not yet. We're But we're excited though. So. Yeah. So what was, what was um, you know, because we're kind of going through that now is is starting to kind of like – plan on okay when do we play a show and and mm. how do we start this again what was right. it uh do you remember that the first booking email or message or something like that where you like felt that because it's been a year right and then you you get some kind of message that's like you're booked like do right was that was that like a ah! you know, like, <laughs> yeah definitely i mean even just getting offered power man like uh, y- you know like 
it's not like even the kind of genre that we're in, but we're just thinking like, honestly, it doesn't even matter because I think that, you know, an interesting lineup, if they're not the same genre could, could be a cooler tour sometimes because, you know, like we've toured with OTEP and we were like, Oh my God, what if we play there and all of our fans start to like throw tomatoes at us because we're just not the same genre at all. Right. And then we get there and we we're like, these guys freaking love us. We're like, what the fuck? We didn't think we'd fit on with this. Or then we played with, you know, Escape the Fate and Slaves in Europe. And then we're like, these guys are, don't really like us. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was still cool. There's still a lot of people that did like us. And maybe it was just sometimes it's hard to know. It's like maybe because you're the very, very opening band. People aren't warmed up right, enough right. yet or compared to when you're direct support. So, uh, or if there's locals and then in, in Europe, they don't do that really. It's just, here's the tour package. Right. There's right. no local openers, which is, that was a culture shock as well. Um, yeah. they didn't, they didn't know. make any, they didn't make anybody sell 500 tickets. To get... <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> they got to fix yeah, that I mean, business model. That, yeah. Right. Shouldn't they? I don't know. Maybe, maybe they like the short and sweet. Like, I just want to see who I want to see, but, um, you know, just getting that, email and being like do you want to do this tour or like honestly like i'll do anything i will do any tour like just put right. me out like i right. just get me out there <laughs> and, and and being like is this covid safe though and like thinking like okay if this is by september and we had gotten you know the news i think in like towards the very beginning of the year just when vaccine rollout was just starting for like mm-hmm. 65 year olds up right, or whatever right. we're like okay by the time it's september vaccine rollout and everything should be really sped up so that when it comes to september everything i think will be be opened back up so and lo and behold everything is being announced right now nothing's being canceled so i think that's really good well it looks like they're adding dates to it too like it seems like it started at a certain amount of time and then you got added more dates and more dates how like are you are you guys kind of like whatever it is we'll 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 get in the bus and we'll we don't care just put us out yeah, exactly. I mean, uh, our like the first date was originally supposed to be in Colorado, and we're like, "Ooh, that's a that's kind a of far drive from yeah. you know LA." And we're like, "Well, you know, maybe we can try to play some like shows on our own on the way there, so we can kind of just at least get some gas money to reimburse ourselves right. on the way up, you know, whatever." And so we tried to, you know, we booked our own show at Liquid Joe's in Utah. Mm-hmm. And tickets were already starting to sell and things were doing really well. And Powerman is like out here as well, or at least on the West Coast. And they were like, oh, tickets are already being sold. You know what? Let's just hop in on that. <laughs> and they were like, you know what? Okay, fine. We'll just, we'll do an extra day too. And nice. they're like, you know, so we just let them handle headline that one. And we're just going to do the same and just keep it on the tour. And then they've got some more um, tours, I think like happening directly after this that had been canceled during like COVID that they're going to be finishing up. Uh, And so we're going to be hopping on some of those like last legs of those dates as well. Like um, October 28th and October 30th is like West coast um, Vegas and then San Diego. Nice. That'll be nice. So they jumped on your gig. See, they deserve a gnoming. Exactly. (laughs) I'm going to give them a gnome first day of the tour, warm them up. But honestly, it was it was good because I was just kind of like, ooh, you know, we're kind of a smaller band. I don't know if we could really headline right away. <laughs> so it, it kind of really awesome, saved man. our asses. That's yeah. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. We really we're going we're gonna to have to make sure that we're there when you guys uh, get out to New York. Yeah, definitely. Well, I, we, yeah. we had an opportunity to kind of come closer to, to New York, but our uh, there's a couple weddings happening soon. So uh, had to... Yeah. 
Weddings well, always ruin everything. <laughs> well, you guys, you guys have played weddings, so yeah. Exactly. I, I saw a photo. <laughs> I saw I saw a photo of you guys dressed to the nines at some at somebody's wedding. That was mine. Yeah, uh, I had my guys play my wedding because you know they're all musically trained in other genres. So I was like, perfect. Let's just have the guys play some some uh, yeah, yeah. some acoustic jams. Did you, sing, did you sing at your own wedding? I did. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Just That's just awesome. one. Just one. I didn't want to like do the whole time. It's not all about me, you know. Well, so. Yeah. Yeah. I sang at my wedding, so it's all right. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. There you go. I didn't. But yeah. Want so it's our. I really didn't. You want didn't to. want to. You got forced. No, no. But my my wife, my wife or fiance at the time, she was like, "No, you have to, you you have to you have to do this song. And you got to like, do at least our song or whatever." Yeah. <laughs> It's because I didn't want to load in. Yeah. I don't want to load nah. in and load out <laughs> yeah, on my yeah. own wedding. Like, At your own wedding, yeah. Fuck that. You're a singer. You just bring a mic anyway. No, yeah, I had to bring a guitar and shit. Your guitar, yeah. I'm, uh, I, I've am i never sung at a wedding, but I'm officiating a wedding this summer. There yeah. you go. Yeah. All right. I'm officiating my brother's wedding. That's great. Uh, yeah. I can't wait awesome. for that. <laughs> Congrats. Which is going to be fantastic. Um, yeah, so, our, our guitar player is getting married in October, so that's... That's why we're taking that time off. Gotcha. Nice. nice. Very cool. Um, yeah. So what we have to do right now. Yeah. We got to feed the beast. We have, to, we have to pay some bills. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Do and it. Way, one of the ways we do that is. Well, you're with, involved. It's you're, okay. No, you're involved. Yeah. You're, you're part of this. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> you're, okay. you're, not out, you're not out of this yet. Yeah. Don't, um, don't you is, relax. Is, uh, is How do a, I an exit? Item? <laughs> It's an item called pod decks. And what they are is they're a lot like cards against humanity. Mm -hmm. uh, they're just kind yeah. of icebreaker uh, questions and, and, and situations and for people's ideas. For people unlike us who have a hard time uh, talking or coming up with things to say, uh, we do have, okay. like you say, verbal diarrhea. We don't ever shut up. Right. Um, there, there are people that, that, ha that struggle a little bit, and this company put out their pod decks to help budding podcasters or interviewers come up with things to talk about, questions to ask, things like that. And awesome. uh, they're actually just pretty awesome anyway. Like um, I, I've said before, I, I, I ordered a couple of them and had them sent to me when I was home with my family over the holidays. And I got them and we just kind of like, we all sat at the table and we drank and we just asked each other questions from them. And it was super fun. And it was very much like Cards Against Humanity, a little less, um, more PG, more PG than Cards yeah. Against Humanity. Nice. It's weird though, because you could get like a question from them that totally is super uh, benign. And right. then you can get another question that's like, whoa, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so with that being said, you are going to pick what deck we're going to ask you a question from. So there is the interview deck. The episode deck is omitted, so don't pick that, please. Okay. Uh, right. The, the uh, interview deck two. There's the what the heck deck and also would you rather deck. Would you rather deck. All right. All right. Uh, so we have to remind the peeps that <laughs> if you go to poddecks.com right now, use the promo code BACON because everything is better with BACON. Everything. True. You could save 10%. 10% off your order. They have cool uh, They have cool merch and swag and stuff as well. Um, they're also just a really cool company. Like uh, if you email them, the owner of the company will email you back and talk yeah. to you. Um, huh. He wants to know all about like, okay, so what do you, what do, you do? Yeah, he's like, like what's your podcast about? What are you into? Oh. They're, like they're super cool. Um, they answer your questions. I mean, it's, it's a cool company. It's a cool uh, – Cool product, I guess. I, you know, when you say, I think 
product feels like a dirty word to say. Yeah. You know, but but whatever. It's a cool product. <laughs> it's cool cards. Also, um, and they got cool shirts. Yeah. yeah. And I also uh, I shuffle every time because Jimmy uh, is spastic. I cannot shuffle. You can't um, shuffle, despite living in Vegas. Lived in Vegas. Ooh, wow. Yeah, I'm a failure. But what he can okay, do... I, I can't surf, I, and I'm from Hawaii. Oh, so <laughs> okay. All right, good, good. Yeah, uh, yeah. So what he can do is... I can pour drinks, glide and I can, I can finger, glide my finger ever so slightly, and when you say stop, I will stop, and that is your question. Okay, uh, stop. All right, stop it right here. <laughs> All oh, right. boy. No, it's 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 uh, it's a weird question. All right, <laughs> so, would you rather have very fat arms with skinny legs, or vice versa? <laughs> oh my god, uh, fat arms, fat arms, skinny legs. You'd go fat sure. arms, skinny leg. <laughs> Yeah, you're more intimidating, right? You know, <laughs> this way. Oh, yeah. Versus, you you look way. like a spinning top. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still trying to wrap my head around the question. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a weird question. That is a would you rather have fat arms and skinny legs or fat legs and skinny arms? I have fat legs and skinny arms already. So oh I guess I'd, I'd pick the other one. So you pick the other one, just you know, switch it I up. Switch, switch it up and feel it what up. it's like to live the other way. <laughs> what about you, James? Um I, I think I'd I think I'd go top heavy as well. Yeah, I think yep. I would. I think I would go. You know, because it's I've seen I've seen dudes that like work their arms out and don't work their legs out. Yeah, oh, those boy. are funny. They're and, funny, and they still look a lot better than the dudes that work their legs out and not their arms. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. I agree. Right. Otherwise, you look like an eggplant if you don't. Yep. Straight up eggplant. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. I, I'm not trying to look like an eggplant in this life. No, <laughs> not in this life. You already got a friend who does. <laughs> Leave okay. yourself alone. Oh, it's okay. That's what we do here. We self deprecate. <laughs> yeah. Makes things easier. Yeah. That and the whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Sure. So, what is that, by the way? Oh, this is a decanter. Yes. Okay. That's very cool. It has a uh, pirate ship globe. In it. it is a globe what? with a pirate ship in with it. A pirate ship. A globe decanter. Oh my god, that's really cool. Wow. Yeah, my wife bought it for us with the uh the podcast in mind, she said. Yeah, it was this'll look really cool in between like, you guys. She was right. She was right. She and was now absolutely. it's the centerpiece yes. to the podcast. Yeah, it so. looks awesome. And uh I enjoy the globe. I enjoy the globe. Um and oh I, I enjoy the world over. I do <laughs> see what I did there. See what I did there? Hey. There? there you go. Uh I think the world's round. <laughs> Yeah, sure. That puts me in the majority. Yeah, I think so. And I like whiskey. And I like pirates too. I I I look like a uh, pirate slash uh, Vegas street magician. So yeah. there you go. You know, <laughs> just don't give him any cards because he'll be spastic. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, you mentioned video games. Video games earlier. Yes. Uh, you mentioned video games earlier. Yeah. And I know you have a Twitch. Right, <laughs> you've been doing some. I mean, you don't have a. I mean, there's only a few things on your Twitch. You got to get a little more active on your Twitch. Yeah, I really do. I <laughs> my setup <laughs> isn't the greatest, so I just I got to figure out like a better uh, stream setup because all I've been playing lately is is on PC. So and I just have like a little PC laptop. And I'll gotcha. just like do HDMI to a TV, really. So if I could figure that out, 
then I I'd be all for that because otherwise all my other like Twitch streaming stuff was through PlayStation and you just auto auto stream it. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah. Are you yeah. like a long time gamer then? Because I saw I saw some Devil May Cry Five, which I can't oh, wait yeah. to play. To be honest, I've never played. I haven't played it yet. Super. It was psyched. so good. Is it? Oh. Yeah. My 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 brother who I just dropped off at the airport. He he had dropped that off for me uh, a while back, and he's like, "You're gonna love this." I, I've never played the series either, but he always like tells me, "He's like Dante this, Dante that." I'm like, "Okay." Right, right. hey. And I tried it, and I, I, you don't really need to play the other games to really follow along. And it was it, honestly short and sweet, and it was just chaotic, good in the best way. Uh, I really liked it because, like, it's the same kind of like POV style as Final Fantasy for me, and I like, okay, I yeah. love the series, so I, I'm all about that and that kind of gaming as well. So, I it's been a long time since I've played a game that was short and sweet, that like arcade yeah. style, to where it's like. Hey, I'm gonna put 40 hours into this just to get yeah. the storyline done, and then there's side quests that give me another 80 hours. Yeah, exactly. Like, every other game is like that, um, mm-hmm. which I love. I, I like that too. Like I, I was a big fan of The Witcher. Um, yeah, I, you know, Ghost of Tsushima. I I love that with, game. Oh, I love that game. that game for so long. I, I recently finished it finally because oh I was yeah, like a, I was you were like doing side quests. Yeah, I was doing all okay. those. Um, but super awesome but i haven't played in a long time like you saying like it's it's very it's like a short and sweet kind of like it feels mm. ar- that sounds arcade to me you know yeah. like you, you jump on and you just kind of like play through it that's super exciting to me to do while i wait yeah, for definitely. like the new horizon game cuz that <laughs> that's going to be insane horizon zero dawn oh i cannot wait oh yeah. no horizon zero dawn i played oh wait You're, no the, the new the one, one the new one is what's the new one called the new one that's coming. There's a new one that's coming out. Okay, I didn't know that. Zero Dawn is excellent. I love that game. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the new one's coming out, and I just saw. I just saw like a, um, like a gameplay trailer for it the other night, and it just. Oh, I gotta check that out. Absolutely insane. Yeah, I played the Zero Dawn, and that like I again, I was doing side quests the whole time, thinking it was part of the main quest, and right. so I finally finished it after like six months when I realized I was like, oh, I actually don't have to do all this. Uh, <laughs> That was so much fun though, because that like again that got me into Assassin's Creed from playing that, oh, and that was also, so much fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah, haven't finished the Valhalla one. I'm like almost done with it. So I haven't started the Valhalla one. I, I definitely got to start that. I'm. Like, it's so I'm good. Someone I had never played. Uh, I'm not a first person shooter person usually, but um, mm. someone had recently put me on Borderlands, and I'd never played it. Oh. And so I like I I. I'm like knee deep in that right now where I'm just oh, okay. I'm leveling up my borderlands guys. So yeah. I gotta, I gotta get right in the head before I can <laughs> jump into something else. Um, yeah. But, but I'm, I'm very excited for Valhalla too. That looks really cool. Oh, it's um, so good. It's so, so good. Yeah. I, um, I can't do the first person shooter games for some reason. I get like nauseous, like, almost like car yeah. Oh, okay. So Although, it's not unusual. Okay. Yeah, I will say borderlands. It didn't, it's not doing that to me. It's not it's, as bad. And, I think it's probably the animation style because it's very, mm. it's almost like comic Smooth. cell shading and, and okay. which I think is really cool. Um, yeah. I like, I would love to play like Dying Light because I, I just think a, like a parkour zombie survival game to me sounds sure. like the coolest thing in the world. Uh, but when I, even if I watch like a trailer for it, I start to like feel like I'm seasick. Like I'm just yeah. like, I don't know about all this. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, 
games like the last of us stuff like that those are like awesome. my jam like any last of us the first one the second one i know it got a lot of shit but i still had a good time i but, loved it i thought it was yeah. great like it got a lot of shit but i i love the story to begin with i love the characters also yeah um, and and without spoiling anything like in that middle section where typically your game is ending you all of a sudden are now a different person yeah and you Play yeah. their story and you start to and they make you like see things from person. a different perspective yeah, yeah. and I, I thought that was such yeah. a cool way to do it you know like i i yeah. really really dug that game definitely yeah absolutely I, I, another one that i like really wish or or hope there would be some sort of sequel for is uh death stranding because that was like that blew my mind completely it, it was like one of my favorite games oh I my god please play it, play it. Will, <laughs> it's incredible it's like the entire game blew my freaking mind and and like i i just wanted to keep playing it but it just it, it ended you know again it, it was right. short and sweet enough it was still okay. like long enough but it wasn't like as short as devil may cry series how they're just very fast arcade games like yeah yeah death stranding was just it's it kojima is incredible He's, and anything yeah. he puts out is, is he touches his gold absolutely yeah <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I'll definitely, I'll definitely get on that one too. I, I, I want to check that out. I need to do video games because, like, uh, you do. I, I <laughs> you miss you out know, on these fun I conversations. Miss, yeah, because, because I always like, I, he, he always puts, brings them up, and then I kind of like yeah. segue into them, and I'm like, man, they are not talking side scrolling anything. <laughs> <laughs> There's some great side scrolling games, man. There's some great yeah. Cuphead. Cuphead, you should play. Cuphead. Cuphead. Yeah, that's new. It's uh, it's not new, but it's within the last okay uh, number couple of years. It's a yeah. fun side-scrolling game. See, like, so I have a PS4, mm -hmm. and me too. Uh, all I get to no one can get a five. Right, Do you? Yeah, yeah. no, that's true. <laughs> no, um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I have a PS4, and I feel like I use it for um, streaming stuff in the basement. <laughs> right, for sure. <laughs> that's 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 it. Okay. Yeah. But I get I get like I, I get games like I'm a comic book nerd, so I go, oh cool, new Spider-Man game. And then I awesome. get the I get the Spider-Man game and then I'll play it for three minutes and then I'll never get back to it again. The new Spider-Man game, Miles Morales, is excellent. Yeah, I want to play it. Super fun. Yeah. But it's did you do you are you a comic book superhero at all fan? Totally, yeah. You know, I I, I saw that um the new Miles Morales, like I saw the the previews for it. I just mm -hmm. I guess I've never played those kinds of games. Like I didn't play the Dark Knight games. Um I enjoy like watching the movies and stuff, but I've just never like gotten there's, into it. The Dark cool. Knight games versus the Spider-Man games, there's a difference there. Like Dark Knight is cool oh, yeah? because um just the the fighting mechanics are really cool and they kind of right. like change the industry. And, mm -hmm. and and so that's a cool aspect of that and also your batman you know like if you're batman yeah it's, it's awesome right. um but it's a lot of uh stealth and it's a lot of um you know you can you can do a lot of things in those games that are just kind of like cool dark stealth type things mm. the spider-man games just Full of color the just swinging through new york city yeah and a and an accurate New York City as well. Oh, okay. Okay. And um I would play that game just for the swinging stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> just with the controllers and everything and how they shot it and everything. Um I Spider-Man was always one of my favorite heroes because it was like, oh, he's a kid and he's flawed and his 
life is hard as shit. And I was a kid and I was flawed and I thought my <laughs> life was hard as shit. And so I was like, Spider-Man's me, you know, like, yeah. And so I grew up with it, but still just that idea of like, if you've ever had that idea of like, oh man, if I had a superpower, I'd fly or I'd do this or I'd do that. You, f- you feel it. You're, yeah. you're, you're swinging, you're yeah. acrobatic, all these cool things that you're able to do. Um, See, that stuff, that stuff is cool. And because... it's funny. There's comedy in it because again, mm-hmm. it's not so it's heavy. Spider-Man. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So the part of it is like the quips and the jokes and all that kind of stuff. So that, that stuff actually kind of teaches me the, okay, there is some finesse to playing video games as opposed to like mash the buttons yeah um, because but there's still a lot of mashing buttons because with spider-man games once you're on the ground and you got to fight somebody mm-hmm. it's yeah, there you go. Time. Well, and then i get and then i'm fine up up down down left right left right select start yeah. i got i got my i got my raspberry pi yeah. recently <laughs> and uh yeah that's been that's been the jam yeah if you if you haven't tried that have you um do you know what a rat well you're a computer you know the raspberry pi so Ooh. so basically what it is is it's um it's kind of like a retro gaming thing where it's basically it's this oh. it's a little computer and they put a bunch of games on an SD card and they load okay. it into this thing and you can use like uh any kind of USB controllers but it's oh. everything from arcade games to like old like Super Nintendo Nintendo uh, N64 Nintendo 64 like you know, your wow. Final Fantasy, like Final Fantasy, the original Final Fantasy yeah. seven, oh, yeah, yeah. you know, like all those are on there. Um, and there's like 3000 games on the, in this little thing. And you just mm-hmm. HDMI into your TV and you can play all these old arcade games. Wow. These old okay. Video games. And um, it's super fun because it's all like retro classic games. Yeah. So if, if oh, I'd gamer, love to do that to play like old Rayman. Exactly. Yeah. Rayman's on there. Rayman's yeah. on there. I played it. I, played it. I, I got one. Uh, I got one to bring home during the holidays, and me and my brothers just played like the uh, the Ninja Turtles uh, arcade. Oh my god! Game, like yeah. forever, and like Battletoads. So and, like, Battletoads. Weird, weird. I, I I was so excited for Battletoads, and and I told because because my wife she she's not a gamer, mm. but when it comes to these games, she's like hardcore, and yeah. um, she gets violent during Mario Kart. She gets violent Ooh. during Donkey Kong. Yeah. Uh, okay. And I was like, we need to do Battletoads. And she's like, what the fuck is that? I'm like, excuse me? Right. Wow. Battletoads. Battletoads. Is, is a, can, my, can we yeah. play Battletoads? My, me, and, uh, me and my girlfriend spent a long time on uh, Super Mario World. Oh, yeah. yeah. We were, doing we were like, oh, well, we're diving in. This is, this is going to yeah. happen. She's so much better at Super Mario World. Yeah, Gen 2. She, she gets really <laughs> upset with me because... I get to like one life. Up her games. I get to one life, and she's like, "Go back three worlds and this and this." And I'm like, "I'm just gonna keep going because <laughs> you give me lives when I die, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm just gonna keep going." And she gets very angry at me. Are you, um, are you are you a classic game person, or are you more more modern stuff? I mean, I I really like the modern stuff just simply because I like to see what's new and like what's mm-hmm. what's current um just with anything even like music but uh you know i love like the old classic pokemon games like those are my go-tos like i grew oh, nice. up with uh pokemon and then like crash bandicoot and rayman and Ooh, those nice. were like crash my Bandicoot main jams nice. yeah that's and on, then that's um, on the raspberry pi <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah yeah and i tried like even playing the new crash bandicoot and i was like 
all right, I got my, I got what I wanted out of it. Like I got my little it's missing childhood memories right? back. Right. Yeah, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Even though it's like the same maps and everything. And I was like, all right, it's cool. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm good you, though. Do you but... get sucked into the stories? Like, do you, do you totally get, are you that type of person? Like, like I yeah. do, like I totally get sucked into the narrative. Yeah. And I'm just I like, love that. Yeah. Like six hours later, I'm like, I have to stop. My eyes yeah. hurt. <laughs> yeah exactly that that's how i was with dust stranding like the the narrative of it's because it's like it was, it was like a cinematic and it was like a movie yeah. and everything that like there wasn't as much um things to do until you get later on in the game a lot of people were giving a shit saying that it was almost just like a hiking simulator because there's a lot of things that you just need to go to this location to see what the next part of the right, cinematic right. part of. and then once you get into the game it's like it, and the scenery is so incredible i i thought it was I thought it was great, it but I like stuff like that. Insane. Like I, I heard a yeah. lot of the the flack on it. Like, oh, it's a game about delivering stuff, and I'm like, hmm. yeah, and it's like, no, it's not. It's it's not at all. And right. <laughs> you know, and, and or games like there's Persona Five. Like I love games like so that. So good. Oh my god, that's like my jam. Thank and they had Persona Five that. Royale that just yeah. came out, and I did it again. <laughs> like that, I love that shit, and I always like max out the nurse. <laughs> the yep. nurse is like my favorite. <laughs> so. Things like that, you know, I love those like narrative stories where it's like it's not too much that you really have to be doing a button smashing, even like, you know, how you were right, mentioning yeah, yeah. that. It's really just like a lot about the stories and like getting to know the different characters and stuff and then fighting yeah, monsters. Really. <laughs> like, yeah, deep diving into the characters. And then, so that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's nothing absolutely. like the X-Men side-scrolling game. No, it's nothing like that, but the X-Men side-scrolling game is fantastic. It is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, we've taken up a lot of your time at this point <laughs> uh, i kind of lost track of time yeah so <laughs> but well i'm glad you lost track of time i'm glad you weren't looking at it going like is this ever going to end these guys oh no seriously. no it's been fun chatting with you guys i appreciate awesome. it awesome it's been super super fun time talking to you thank you yeah. for spending your time with us um we're we are going to wrap it up but Sounds good. um before we wrap it up like please tell everybody once again Tell them about the world over. Tell them about what you got coming up. Tell them about where they can find you guys and and where they can hear you, see you, share you, all that. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Well, yeah. Again, guys, you know, if you want to come see the world over, out with Power Man, uh, we're leaving September fifteenth through October sixth is the last date on the tour, going uh, from you know West Coast to about Midwest, furthest is Indiana. Uh, we'd love to see you guys out of the show. And we always hang out after the show at the merch table if you want to like meet us and stuff. So we don't charge VIPs. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and you know if you want to follow us on social media to keep track or find you know your date on on the tour, uh, we're on Instagram and Facebook. It's the World Over Official. Very simple. Don't get us confused with the news channel because there is a news channel called the World Over. Uh, and then Twitter is just the World Over Band. Um, or world Over Band uh spotify all that good stuff we'd really love to you know have it especially if you're a spotify user use that because uh our tour dates will show up on uh song kick through there so you'll be notified if we're in your city and you're listening to us at the same time so that's really really cool awesome, um awesome. yeah that's it that's uh that, that's the world over and thank you for listening and and, and uh for interviewing us well and me <laughs> has a uh has a twitch as well which um get oh on. yeah just right on. yeah my twitch is tdayx pretty simple uh just all my syllables are gone t day x and uh i'll be sure to to try to stream some more see if i can play some dead by daylight on there 
Nice, nice. Sweet. Mike, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me personally at me, my own self, Mike, on all of the socials, the Twitters, the no TikTok yet, though. No, not yet. For sure. Uh, I'm scared of it. <laughs> uh, my band is at something heavy music. Again, all the socials, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. And then you can also check out our music, uh, mm-hmm. Bacon is My Passion, on all streaming platforms yeah that's where this podcast came from from us uh creating a band to do stuff while we were having an off day from our bands <laughs> and creating yeah. a separate thing and then we went we talked for a while before this maybe we should just put a camera on us yeah, yeah and we like interesting yeah. people uh i am jimmy g uh you can find me and uh jimmy g's shoes it's uh, pictures of my feet and places on different <laughs> pages. Uh, that's what it is on Instagram. Um, you can also find my band Craving Strange, cravingstrange.net. All of our socials are linked on there. Um, if you just look for us, we'll be there. Uh, and uh, what else What else do we have going on? You can find, uh, well, I was going to say bacon is my passion, but you already said it. Yeah. So yeah, I stepped on your toes there. Sorry. Yeah. No, that's all right. That's all right. Didn't that's mean what to we do your thunder. Sometimes. sometimes that's what we but, do. It's not about There's us. There's no thunder. It's just a roar. and It's not about us here. <laughs> it's never about us. It's never about us. Today, it's about the world over. And thank you so much for hanging out with us. Say your name. Tadia. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Tiade. 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 There you go. <laughs> thank you so thank much. You. I need to mess it up at, at least once. Yeah, that's, that's, that's part okay. of it. Uh, we, we do very it. much appreciate you hanging out with us. And um, everybody, please... Go check out the world over. Check out their music. Share them. Spread them. Spread the love. Buy some merch. Buy some merch. They got cool merch. They got music that's out now. They got great videos. Um, check out the tour dates. They're on tour with Powerman Five Thousand. By the time you hear this, they will be uh, on tour. No, not quite. Almost on tour. Almost. By the time you hear this, and uh, go see them. And when they come to New York, hopefully, when they come to New York. We can uh, we can see you and we'll we'll chat and we'll yeah. say hello at the merch booth and uh, we'll buy you a seltzer if you want a seltzer. We'll buy you a, we'll buy you <laughs> a drink you if you drink. We'll so, put you guys on the guest so list. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> awesome. Sweet. Thank you so much. And uh, everybody, it's important to always, always, always ask yourself. Hashtag set the hashtag. What's your bacon? Yeah, what's your bacon? <laughs>